Hello and welcome to the show that your parents, your teachers, and your sleep don't want you to hear. The Helios blog. Today, Hassan Abi hates Dave Chappelle. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Now, Dave Chappelle was my goat. Loved a lot of his comedy and his humor. And yet, for the past, what, five, six years now, he has not stopped trying to tackle big trans. His latest special is not as bad as some of his other recent specials, I mean. Obviously, Killing Him Softly clears everything that he's ever done in the past six years. However, at least he's, like, getting marginally better at making jokes and not simply just saying trans people are awful and demons. Like, at least he's he's moved beyond doing attack helicopter memes. However, he hasn't moved far beyond it. At least he's trying to make a joke now be, uh, instead of just, like, repeating something that you hear from Steven Crowder. But even then... Disaster. Yep. Comedians are not allowed to say jokes. That's, uh, you know, cancel them. It still falls short. Leftist crap. Of what his normal material looks like. Specifically, his bit about Norm MacDonald is, is what I want to talk about. I believe this is it. And the only thing that got me out of that space was a comedian friend of mine, the late, great Norm MacDonald. That's right. Shout out to Norm. And what Norm did, which I'll never forget, is he knew that I was the biggest Jim Carrey fan in the world. Now, I'm not going to go all into it, but Jim Carrey is talented in a way that you can't practice or rehearse. What a God-given talent. I was fascinated with him. And Norm knew that. And he called me up and he goes, Dave, um, he says, I'm doing a movie with Jim Carrey. Um, do you want to meet him? And I said, yes, I do. And it was the first time I could remember since my father died being excited. In the movie, it was called Man on the Moon. I didn't know any of this. And in this movie, Jim Carrey was playing another comedian I admired, the late, great Andy Kaufman. Yes, and Jim Carrey was so immersed in that role that from the moment he woke up to the time he pee. went to bed at night, he would live his life as Andy Kaufman. I didn't know that. When they said cut, this was still <laughs> Andy Kaufman. So much so that everybody on the crew called him Andy. I didn't know any of that. I just went there to meet him, and when he walked into the room where we were supposed to meet, I screamed, Jim Carrey! And everyone said, no! <laughs> Call him Andy. And I didn't understand. And then he came over and he was acting weird. I didn't know he was acting like Andy Kaufman. He was just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hello. <laughs> Andy? Now, in hindsight, I don't see anything of inappropriate about what he's saying, but maybe it's coming. How lucky am I that I got to see one of the greatest artists of my time immersed in one of his most challenging processes ever. Very lucky to have seen that. But as it was yeah, happening, in the comments, is this a is this a transformer joke? I was very disappointed <laughs> because I wanted to meet Jim Carrey and I had to pretend this was Andy Kaufman all afternoon. 
And he was clearly Jim Carrey. I could look at him and I could see he was Jim Carrey. Anyway, I say all that to say, that's how trans people make me feel. Ah, there we go. There it is. So that's a joke. It's crafted as a joke. It's got the structure of a joke. Dave Chappelle is a goat of comedy after all. And he said, make me feel. He didn't say how they are, which is even couched. It's not even... What is wrong with you, Hassan? So obviously, it's still... like At least it's not like what we just showed you earlier about like israeli attempts at comedy and humor at least it has the crafting of the the making of a joke however it's very lowest common denominator because the punchline still is trans people are weird and gross and they're faking it and that's not what what that's not what he said you have to listen to the words that he said he said that's how transformers make me feel which doesn't actually say anything because feelings are not facts so he didn't actually say anything bad if anything all he said was something that hurts him that's it he said something negative about himself that doesn't that's not what he said Hassan you know i'm sick and tired of acting like they're not the punchline in of itself for this massive crafted story from a profoundly successful storyteller is still just a really shit lowest common denominator uh, uh meme you're saying it can only be funny if it's from someone that empathizes no i'm not saying- i actually disagree hassan you're totally wrong about your indictment of dave you're just wrong that you can only be funny if you empathize with said group i'm saying that empathy oftentimes helps in developing a better understanding of the group that you are joking about because if you don't understand the group that you're joking about you're just simply looking at it from the outside and going aren't they weird they're just weird that's the difference that structure that he engaged in from top to bottom norm mcdonald to jim carrey to andy kaufman all of that has the makings of a decent joke. It has the structure. It has the writing. It's everything is sound. The punchline, however, is soft. It's predictable. Disagree. Wrong. You're just again. Hassan is just a shill for the left. So he has to. He has to attack right this this concept because he can't be seen as liking a joke about feelings about this topic no no he can't be seen doing that he would be an awful person and his audience would leave his virtue signaling garbage audience and it's soft you build it up it's supposed to be the best part of it the rule of threes right if the last piece of that joke falls flat then you kind of crafted that for no reason now what is really interesting about this in particular with norm mcdonald is that he invokes norm mcdonald's name which is quite odd when he's making a joke about trans people being fake and phony and 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 being weird and gross because norm mcdonald himself was very much alive and doing comedy at a time when he didn't say that hassan we're talking about trans identity in public right it was a 
It was a part of the subject matter. And Norm MacDonald was interviewed. This is a great bit from said interview of Norm MacDonald that I'm going to read now. Terrible tribute to Norm, says Vincent, who touched on this exact type of joke in an interview. I think the ambivalence had more to do with jokes you've made about transgender people. Now, remember, a lot of people who post Norm MacDonald on Twitter, uh, Norm Avatar uh, uh, Twitter accounts are oftentimes the dumbest right-wingers you've ever seen. And plenty of people will just go, you just don't get it. Norm MacDonald was a super reactionary guy. Now, just like with every artist from every different industry, you're not going to like all their work. Norm MacDonald has a lot of hits, some misses, in my opinion, doesn't really matter, right? But here's what he had to say about a joke that he had that he cut out of his uh, special. Yeah, the other thing was a joke about Caitlyn Jenner, which, as a matter of fact, was a joke I deliberately left out of the Netflix special, Norm says. It wasn't much of a joke, really, and it's weird when you have to explain jokes that aren't that funny. The joke was about how everyone was saying Caitlyn Jenner is beautiful, but she's not really beautiful. In that joke, I went to great lengths to say you should love Caitlyn Jenner and accept her, but you don't have to pretend she's beautiful. There's no reason to do that. That was the entire point of the joke, he says, which is still a better joke than anything that Dave Chappelle has crafted about trans people. Like the idea is like there's uh, affirming trans identity and saying that trans women are women. And then there is uh, the notion of, of taking it one step further. One is normal and, and, and perfectly valid. The other is like supporting delusion, kind of like. Um, again, like. My my opinion on this is. Like, anyway, disaster. There's biological reality, and then there's virtue signaling leftist stuff. We all know where this falls into. Like that. Now, aren't I such a good person? Won't you agree that I'm a great person? Look, I said. Not only is she strong and independent, but she's beautiful, guys. Don't you now agree that I'm a great person? I'm so good. I support everyone at every choice. Disaster. Having said that, he still considered that to be not a good enough joke. He said it was pretty weak. That was the entire point of the joke. It was pretty weak. So I won't do those jokes anymore, which is fine. Because the reason I didn't do the joke on the special is because I came to an understanding that other people came to much sooner than I did. Which is what? The interviewer asked. He says, which is that a lot of people are idiots. You don't want to have a joke be misunderstood and then someone goes and beats up a trans person. And that doesn't mean that you can't make jokes about trans people at all. I myself make jokes about trans people all the time. The difference is, Norm in this regard was saying, at least that, like, or was recognizing that he didn't fully grasp the concept, but he did grasp the secondary impact of his words, uh, that it plays a role in normalizing transphobic sentiment. And because he didn't have a good enough joke about a trans woman in that regard, he just dropped it because he thought, why do this? I don't understand this attitude towards comedy. That comedy should be scrutinized exclusively on how funny it is. Surely there can be funny jokes that we should... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should... Exactly. We should denounce whatever we determine is harmful. We, we, you can't say certain things because it's harmful. That's... Yeah, that's not free speech then. You, yeah, it's... That is called suppression of language.
Vitalista 60 use and recommendation come only in the purview of a diagnosed case of EDED or erectile dysfunction diagnosis, and thereafter, the recommendation of Vitalista 60 pills is only under the authority of a doctor. Vitalista 60 mg as such has a single medicinal compound as its compositional element, which is Tadalafil. This generic element works out a way for the males to get an erection through the increasing blood flow process, which takes place under the effects of vasodilation. Still denounced because they're harmful? My friend, that's precisely what I'm saying. A lot of people tune out whenever I talk about Dave Chappelle or comedy in general, but I am the number one defender of comedy in general, and, and I will duke it out with my- No, you're not my chat on a regular basis and i will take it to the most like neurodivergent lengths to describe to you uh sentence crafting joke crafting how to write a joke and why something is funny or what the what the main intention is so when i'm actually criticizing dave Chappelle, i'm not criticizing him from also when he said neurodivergent notice that he was avoiding the word autist because you know he's got to be as virtue signaling as left as possible as accepting as woke as as possible the perspective of like oh he's transphobic and i'm triggered oh it makes me so mad i after all am a cisgender dude i'm a white guy oh there it is there's the wokey stuff yup there it is uh, a the religion just came out I got none of that impacts me directly you're a heavily religious guy it's just your religion is womanist wokeism like i can hear someone be uh transphobic and and recognize the harm in that but it's not directly harming me it's not affecting me personally i have the capacity yes it is to hear it and go yeah. it's affecting you personally because when you distribute this information to an audience of a million people then the million people become brainwashed to your idiotic ideas that's transphobic when i criticize dave Chappelle, it's not from the framework that he is transphobic he is we all uh-huh yeah no reason to defend it i don't know why some people try to it's like who are you trying to appeal to liberals do you care do you care about liberals like being like no 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 digital has to be perceived as funny you're not funny though Hassan. i'm not i'm not a chicken but i know how to make an egg mean egg, scrambled egg i'm not a comedian i'm an appreciator of comedy and I am a big fan of Dave Chappelle. What I'm trying to say is, as a big fan of Dave Chappelle, when I criticize Dave Chappelle, it's not on the basis of like, oh, he's being so rude. It's on the basis that it's hacky. And I think that's the worst thing you can do as a comedian. You're a football player. I disagree. You're wrong. Again, everything that Hassan says is for the NPC. Just see my video on Hassan Abi as an NPC. Like, I pegged him from my first impression. Just NPC player and you beat your wife in an elevator if you can run real fast <laughs> football real good people are going to overlook even the criminal things that you do same goes for comedy you're an artist you're a comedic talent you're going to be able to get away with a lot of uh, awful stuff that you do in your real world life and maybe even in your stand-up specials however the worst thing you can do as a comedian is no longer be funny and the again in your opinion uh, but your opinion is heavily tainted. It's colored poorly, I should say, by your religion, your womanist, wokest religion. The easiest way to no longer be funny is by looking for applause rather than laughter. And when you go for the lowest common denominator, bottom of the barrel, hacky bits, saying, don't we all feel like trans people are just weird and gross that's what you're doing you're looking for applause and that's not what he said i expect more 
from my former goat. Wait, what? My biggest criticisms I have of you on comedy is that you, like a lot of us, have a limited lexicon. If you think the TED Talk style Hannah Gatsby started with her and not Carlin, Poundstone, Kinnison, among other greats, I would implore you to look more at comedy. No. George Carlin or Poundstone I'm unfamiliar with or or Kinnison doing TED Talk style is incorrect. It's just not the same. George Carlin was not seeking out applause. You can't go for applause-seeking bits in a broader American population if you're tackling an issue from a leftist framework regardless. Because applause-seeking oftentimes has to be done within a liberal framework or a, a reactionary framework. Nanette being the liberal example and uh, Dave Chappelle's trans stuff being a reactionary example. Now, what I mean by that is this. Wait, what? So one side is liberal and one side is reactionary? You see what I'm saying? It's like, um, oh, right, because Hassan is a leftist shill, I forgot. So it's going to be a reactionary thing to the left. Again, just... You know, the best word to describe Hassan, other than NPC, would be zealot. He's a zealot for womanist, wokist concepts. He's like this big, strong guy that is a useful idiot. A zealot. Applause requires the audience to recognize the pre-established norms. George Carlin, when talking about, like, the Israelis are called commandos and the Palestinians are called terrorists, that in and of itself is not simply looking for an applause. It's showcasing something that is happening in front of you and uh, sometimes exaggerating or sometimes showing that juxtaposition in a humorous way. Nanette's special, in general, was anti-comedy. It wasn't created with any kind of, like, laughter at all. Like, there, with laughter in mind at all. Like Norm, Dave's a childhood hero of mine, and I can speak for hours on amazing work he did. And if you think of stand-up as a complete art form that's more than just the written jokes, he's maybe still the best alive. So this stuff just makes me genuinely sad at this point. I Again, just multiple religious people here. Again, I- I've made the claim in previous videos, and I'll make it again, that they are not Christians or Muslims or whatever Hassan is supposed to be. Um, from his culture. No, they follow a new religion now called womanist wokeism. And they're just blind zealots, sheeps following, sorry, wow, sheeps, sheep following the crowd blindly with no critical thought as to why they're doing what they do. And um, no idea as to the cliff that they're going over effectively agree with this 100% wholeheartedly because he's still so charismatic and such a good storyteller. It's like seeing one of the best baseball players, right? It's like seeing Otani try to play like high school softball and whiffing. It's like, how did this happen? Like, what are you doing? It's a very well-written joke in a technical sense, although you see the punchline a mile away and is delivered flawlessly, but it's about as far from funny as you can get. It's like seeing the modern Rolling Stones. They still play well and everything, but the spark died a long time ago. Obviously, he will never fall off. I guess he's Dave Chappelle. You've got the I liked him when I was a kid by his bro grow up. No, dude. I love comedy. I think comedy is very important. Again, this is just, like, bashing, right? It's just attacking the guy and it's attacking the guy because effectively what hassan is saying is infidel 
You're against my religion. How could you say such a thing? But it, but it, instead of saying, you know, it in an angry tone, he's saying it in like a big brother, like I'm disappointed with you, or like a father, like I'm I'm not angry, I'm disappointed, you know. But or it's it's the equivalent of those like like zealot Christians that are like, if you don't do exactly what we do, you're going to hell, and they try to lecture you on like how you like how you should behave in order to not go to hell that's what hassan is saying it's literally the modern 2024 religion equivalent it's just not called a religion but everyone behaves as though it is a religion i think comedy is great it's like one of the few forms of art that i consume on a regular basis i care about it quite a bit i don't like it when people are constantly chirping about it especially when it's mostly unfunny people who don't care about humor at all who don't understand it and don't want anyone to listen to uh, jokes in general this is again all hassan is saying is i wish that my favorite comedian followed my religion instead of his own i wish that he would do what i wanted him to do Idiot. Part of the reason why I regularly yell at my chat whenever they go, what, that joke, I didn't understand it, which means it's bad and wrong and you shouldn't laugh at it either. There's two different types of people who are currently yelling at me in the chat. Some who are saying Dave Chappelle is transphobic and therefore has never crafted a good joke and will never be able to craft a good joke and all of his jokes are bad and even the crafting uh, the structure of a joke or the storytelling aspect of it is also bad which is not true from my perspective this is simply not true and then there are other chatters who are saying you didn't laugh at the dave Chappelle special you hate comedy and you're policing comedy no yep that's what he's doing he's policing comedy 100 percent. what he's saying is i'm not angry i'm disappointed that you don't follow my a womanist workist religion you should or you're wrong and bad no i am a believer a firm believer that you can make jokes about anything it's just that it, it's almost no you don't it's like the thing i talk about all the time with respect to accents accents of people who have you can make jokes about anything you want so long as it follows the sheep crowd religion womanist wokist structure so long as you do it exactly as we want, you're fine. Disaster. Been historically colonized. You can do it. You just have to be really good at it. Because if you're not really good at it, then it's going to be very racist. <laughs> and people are going to yell at you. <laughs> That's it. And this As I said. Same thing goes for trans people. Like, there is hilarity and humor in the concept of of being trans growing up trans like uh the way society perceives you there's like there is definitely things that are funny about the culture that has been built around it i mean as i said it is only funny if you do it the way that we the religious zealots say you must and if you don't understand what's wrong with that then you're lost. Make jokes about trans people all the time. The difference is, it is not at the expense of trans people, and it's not usually looking at it from the outside, looking in and going, you're weird and gross, and you're fake, and you're not real, and you're doing something I don't like, and it's immoral. That's the difference. Someone said slurs. Is There's a reason why certain people can say certain slurs, and it can be totally okay and funny. Here, a great example of this is one of the most banger 
consistent segments on SNL on the weekend update is the Michael Che, Colin Jost joke swap. If Colin Jost is writing jokes uh, about black people in and of itself and saying things that he's like saying there and he's written it himself, it would not be perceived in the same way when Michael Che is the one who wrote it, is sitting next to him, and the expectation is that he reads those jokes out loud and maybe even bring like a, like a black civil rights leader or something to sit there and hear him say it. That's where the joke comes from. That's what is a, a modifier. That's what makes it both permissible and funny. By the way, she wasn't a real civil rights leader, Lamont. I don't know who that person was. I'm just saying that it was presented as a as a civil rights uh, leader. So that is a great example of like one thing in other contexts, in, in, uh, in, in certain contexts being like weird and not funny, and in other contexts being actually hilarious. Black trans chatter. I grew up on Chappelle and loved his show and early specials on Netflix. Even during BLM, he had much more nuanced perspective when talking about George Floyd and the experience as a black man in America. It's why it sucks so much now that he's taking such a hit because of that empathy slash understanding can't be extended to another marginalized community. Yeah. And I think a lot of people uh, get stuck on the language that we're using when we're criticizing and think it's simply about Dave Chappelle not being empathetic and he, him being reactionary and, and hurting people's feelings. That's not it at all. Empathy simply allows you to understand an in-group better so you can craft jokes that are humorous instead of just looking at it from the outside. But as a leftist, you can't find a joke that's at the expense of trans folk funny because you know the harm it causes everything, even though it might be a good joke. No, that's not it at all. I can not only separate the art from the artist, but I can also separate the art from its impact when looking at it. I even said in this last special, the Beyond Pussy one was a banger. When he talks about uh, trans women saying it's beyond me, it's pussy too. Like that in and of itself, standalone, is a banger joke. The problem, however, is that it's sandwiched between him being like, I'm transphobic, by the way. I hate trans people, by the way. Turfs are right, by the way. And then it's like, well, all of a sudden, you got good meat in the sandwich, but the bread is stale and moldy. You can't have that sandwich. It's not, it's just like. As I said, only when you do it the way I want, only when it's couched the way I want, only when it's stated properly for the mob of people that I uh, agree with and support, only then can you make jokes about it. Again, that is the definition of policing comedy. Of, and, and again, if the comedians can't say whatever, then what? how far has the Overton window shifted in 2024? That's the question. You ruined the rest of the sandwich. There's another uh, bit that someone sent me. I don't know which one it was. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, the oh no, it was the it was the one where he's like, I'm gonna go and and do in prison. Uh, if I was in California, I'd join the woman's prison, and I would say I'm a woman. And it's just like again, it's just like that's Stephen Crowder, dude. That's a Stephen Crowder bit. But if I do, I hope it's in California. Because as soon as the judge sends me, I'll be like, Your Honor, before you sentence me, I just want the court to know I identify as a woman. <laughs> Send me to woman's jail. <laughs> yep, there it is. Can't say that, according to Hassan. That's awful, terrible. Can't say that. Bad man, bad, bad man. You're against my religion. All right, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Tom and Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian. Shout out to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. If you want coaching, message me at 
theheliosblog at gmail.com. That's my email. I'll slot you right in. If you're looking to buy my books, it's at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash theheliosblog. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.